Today's podcast is with Louise Dickens, the Edinburgh businesswoman who founded Dickens' Homes from Home about 20 years ago. The Scottish Government has just relaxed the coronavirus restrictions to allow holiday lets of main door properties to begin again. This is Louise's whole business, so she's glad about that. And we speak to her on the day after homeschooling her two young children has just come to an end. Good morning, Louise. Good morning, Phyllis. Morning, and here we are, 3rd of July. I bet you never thought you would see the day that it would be the 3rd of July and short-term lets are now allowed again, or self-catering holiday lets are now allowed again. And this is your whole business. Um, it is my whole business. So so uh, um, it's funny, I went into the office yesterday and... Um, We've got a little date uh, sign on our front desk and it said the 18th of March, which was the last time that we were in the office. And um, so the the well, we're actually allowed to open. Well, I'll, I'll, we're allowed to open our um, our Edinburgh homes that have it, their own front door from tomorrow and um, all of them from the 15th of July. But uh, yes, the idea that we are allowed to let again um feels uh, very, very good. I'll bet, I'll bet it does. So tell us a little wee bit about Dickens, first of all. It's uh, obviously, it's it's your company. It's got your name on the door. Um, so f- what, what do you try and do? Um, I have been running my business for 22 years. It started off, um, I started off letting homes for the festival. And then in 2006, I, I grew it to offer temporary i'm i'm offering i i don't do i'm not a kind of regular holiday let company we um look after a lot of corporate lets um we're looking after people who are temporarily in the um in the city because they're um they're sometimes coming to visit their visit family and and things like that as well as as well as there's a lot of we do, we look after a lot of educational people coming here for education um visiting professors and things like that as well as holiday um, makers in the festival, so there's a there's a there's a there's a you know a, a broad cross section of people that we look after, and we're a business yeah. that um, are not all about kind of you know three day three day changeovers. We don't we're we're we care about our we care about our we care about our business. We've got high standards. We're about quality. We're all about homes. We're about letting people homes. The vast majority of homes that I look after are somebody's second home that have been opened up for the time that they aren't there. And um, we we don't use um, lock boxes and sort of advertise sofa beds and various things that other people do. We're trying to keep things in balance, which I think is the is probably the best way forward for many aspects of life. So you're uh, not the Airbnb um villains of the piece which uh, of course that that you know before all this uh, coronavirus started we were in a time of what people were calling over tourism if only we could use that word now um, and Airbnb was being seen as the big bad monster that people were going into flats and stairs you know having parties for the weekend and then annoying everybody and then moving out again so that's not you that's and and so so give me your view then on um 
Airbnb and stuff like that. I think that, Are you able to? I think that, I think that um, listen, Airbnb have got their place in the world. What they have shown is that there is a massive demand for what they do. There is a massive, they have, you know, I have always let homes and Airbnb have, have come along. I, you know, I was, I was doing, I mean, I, I don't know the age of them, but probably when I started letting, they were probably in primary school, the guys that set it up. Um, but they came along and they have created this, um, they've unleashed a demand. Um, is it possible to say that every airbnb is having a party in a stairwell of course they aren't no um, of course but, not but there yeah. are some there are some um that do and i think people that stay in homes for very short periods of time pro- potentially not probably potentially have less care and concern for the people that they are living around and the fact that they're you know they're living next to people who are living there not just staying there um, but I think that there are, that, you know, there there are quite easy ways to to address um, to address those issues. Um, and today, Edinburgh haven't uh, haven't gone down the route of of taking up those those easy ways of of sorting this out. Okay, so there's a couple of things in there. Um, one is, um, you know, if you have a flat of your own which you are renting out, um, there's this whole question over whether it's a business or licensing it or um, things like that. So is is that one way around it, perhaps? Would, um, I think, you know, is it a licensing structure that well, we need? Licensing, I mean, obviously in Edinburgh, there's, well, across Scotland, there is HMO licensing. So there is a... There is a the... We'll have to explain that to our listeners. So, HMO is a house of multiple occupancy, and it's generally um, a house with three or more people, maybe for a student-let, something like that. Yeah. So you have to have a license for for that. Yeah. But but if we were talking about, you know, the house that you're going to stay in for the weekend, should the landlord be licensed in some way rather than it just being done in a fairly casual manner, I suppose, in some ways? Yeah, I think I think the the there, there are two aspects to it. The first one is that I think that safety is is vital and and actually weirdly in a very very different way coronavirus is is all about safety but you know let's say within the homes we've got to make sure that they that the gas safety check has been done that the electrical safeties have been done these type of things that that's crucial and that's that um yeah that's very important and the other thing is, um, sorry, I've slightly lost my train of thought thinking about coronavirus. Um, <laughs> I know, well, you, you're, you're leading me on to another question there about no, coronavirus so, and cleaning, but we'll come yeah, back but, to that. So, so it should, should business, should, should letting of oh, yeah, sorry, homes I've, I've, be set up as a business? No, That's I've perhaps about, one thing. I've, I've, I've remembered the other thing I was going to say, which is <laughs> that I think that owners should be registered so that if there was a registration process, then, then the city would know where the people are. And if there were complaints about that home, and certainly if, there are, if there's a one-off complaint, there's a one-off complaint. If there are regular complaints, then the city would be able to do something about it. That, those, those are the two aspects. And Regi- having having some form of registration, I think, is 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 a is a you know it's not it's not a terribly complicated thing for a for a council to set up. That that I think should 
Yeah, of course, they've already got that for people who are letting on, shall we just call them longer term lets. So there's already a a form of registration for that. And you certainly have to, you can't let for a six months or more without without being registered. And then, of course, there's this whole sort of taxation structure about being a business or not. And, you know, that then we have people saying that, that 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 flats are being let out and it's unlawful, etc. So, so a form of registration would certainly get round all those problems on a Saturday night when you have somebody having a party and nobody knows who to contact. That certainly would help a lot with that if it was all just quite open and and honest. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So, um, coming back then to coronavirus and your opening up, as it were, your self-catering properties now. How can your new um, holiday makers or tenants have confidence in coming to stay in a flat in Edinburgh? What what processes have you gone through? So um, our industry is very lucky to be supported by um, a brilliant um organization the association of scottish self-caterers that's that's the chief exec is fiona campbell and they have um created they've they've created this um cleaning protocols um it is um which has been endorsed by the scottish government um when this document came through it's 27 pages and You you must have wilted a little bit at that. Yeah, it is a fairly overwhelming uh, document to sit down and even read. I can't even begin to imagine what it must have been like to put it together. Um, But also, there's a local Edinburgh company called Landlords Little Helper, who have um, put together a really brilliant online course that supports it. And you know, uh, we house uh, changeover cleans. There used to be changeover cleans, and ours have always been done to a very high standard. But now, it's a public health responsibility. I mean, it is a very, very different thing. So, um, it's all about risk assessments. It is about. I mean, I. You know, it's about risk assessments. It's about um, leaving uh, time potentially in between uh, guest stays because extraordinarily, there's there's to date there's only been two. Um, bits of research done across the whole world about how long coronavirus stays on various um, surfaces. So, yeah, so there are... I read that yes. the other day. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking that going back, um, even I know there are doors, for example, in the city chambers, which have door plates, the ones where you actually touch with your hand to open the door. And they're made of brass. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that brass is... Uh, pristine and sterile whereas yes. nowadays well, we apparently have apparently lots of lots. I, I, I mean we've all read fascinating um, um, articles and various things in this lockdown period and one of the things I read was how disease like, like sort of viruses and, ma- and, and mass disease have impacted the world and uh, the, 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 the way that cities have developed and, and brass is one of those things. Brass is, is antibacterial. So there, there is a reason you see these brass handles everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we have to go back to that, yeah, exactly. won't we? <laughs> so, so are you, do you then pass that information on to your landlords or are you responsible for getting the cleaning done? Is that part of what you do we are mostly responsible um for in in the vast majority of cases so we're working with all our housekeepers to ensure that um 
that stand is it's as I said I don't know if I just said it's all about risk assessments and and really we've got to go down well flats that have been empty over this period that's a that's a low risk because there's been nobody there but if in once we get into changeovers you really have to assume that potentially somebody has had it so you need to all the homes need to be cleaned and then they all need to be disinfected paying particular attention to high touch areas like but things that you would never think about, like where you close a curtain or where you sit on a sofa and put your arms down and uh, put you, sit your arms down and bedding, pillows and duvets, duvets. And um, yeah, so there's 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 a lot to it. To think about. Yeah, it's a, it's um, it's yeah. Yes. Gosh, that's uh, it is quite a responsibility. I mean, and one of the things which has been, I think, perhaps um, a positive in in Scotland, certainly. We do seem to have certain dates. And in my experience, most people seem to get the message. They seem to know that, for example, on the 15th of July, then all holiday accommodations, such as hotels and hairdressers, will open. And thank God it's hairdressers. Um, So people seem to have got that message. It seems to be quite clear. Um, But what what has happened in the meantime, then, uh, in the last three months? Have you had um, properties which have been let out or you know were, were there still people there we, we, what, have, what have you been doing well, in the last if, three months we um we have we had various people who were already sort of temporary accommodation guests they were having work done in their own homes things like that and they really have been our only guests um everybody else um their bookings have been um have been delayed or cancelled um are the impact on my little business our income from the 20th of march to the end of june was down 500 percent in comparison to this time last year gosh that's a, a bit of a, a storm to have to weather yes um and then you know then people will say to you oh well you would get some government support did you <laughs> Um, you did well. We did. We got we got ten thousand um, pounds, and that covers um, less than you know. It, it, yeah, it's it, it, it's a, it, it was a help. Very, it was very welcome. Um, but it you know, and and also looking forward. I mean, we're we're very lucky. I have done some bookings. I've done some bookings in the last two weeks, which feel great. And what feels really, I feel really encouraged by is. That, you know, I've done bookings to um, some people who are coming here working, some people who are um, relocating to to Edinburgh and wanting temporary accommodation until they find somewhere to live full time. There have been, strangely, there have been a couple of um, floods. Um, so I'm looking after people where their houses get get um, get you know fixed up. So life is, you know, there are drips of life, but it certainly doesn't feel like a flow yet um and it'll be interesting to see how i mean you know during the festival obviously the festival is normally our our um, busiest time and um we uh we but we do have guests who are coming actually who normally they always come to august to um edinburgh in august every year and they are uh coming and i guess they're going to get to you know we we edinburgh residents i mean there has been something extraordinary about being able to experience the city fairly empty of people um hasn't there 
Have you absolutely, enjoyed- yeah. absolutely. I've been out all the time, and yeah. uh, one of the things I've really enjoyed is uh, being out cycling without really any yes. cars on the roads. That sadly has changed now, but even walking along the pavements, yes. And I think a lot more people have been out exploring lots of what we've got in the city. So. I, I suppose for the future, if we were to think about looking forward to the future, it'd be really nice if people come and then perhaps, you know, go explore our graveyards, go find the water of Leith, go do all the other things apart from fringe shows, which, um, you know, there is a bit of a madness about Edinburgh at that time. And maybe they're going to experience a wee bit more, yes, of the life as we know it living in uh, in the city. Um, so what about the future? Is that what you think? Do you think people are there? So people are booking. They're, yes, they are. And I think that I mean, I, I think that I'd be fairly mad to imagine anything other than the remainder of this year being you know, potentially quite tough. I think in I think even until until March next year, I think it it it, it potentially is going to be tricky. People are going to go to stay in a cottage in the countryside before they come to an urban if, if it's choosing to come on holiday that's not everybody but the majority I think will probably go to the countryside before they um, come to a city but uh, you know the restaurants people aren't going to come to the city without you know being able to eat and <laughs> there's no point going from your own lockdown house to a uh, lockdown house somewhere else. No, absolutely. Um, and of course, lots of these restaurants are doing great things and they're doing amazing. home delivery. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing all sorts of uh, wonderfully inventive things. Exactly. Uh, and one we've of the- got uh, Barry, who writes our uh, recipe column in our paper. He's going out to do barbecues in people's gardens, which I think is a really nice thing to do. As long as you keep away from him, he'll do your barbecue for you. Is that, Bar- is that Barry Bryson? Yes, absolutely. No, yeah. He's done. I, yeah, I follow him on Instagram. He's been doing amazing things. And, you know, the, these moments do where we are. Um, I mean, we. We write a um, a big blog, and it's all about supporting Edinburgh and local other local independent businesses here. And we wrote a blog this week about restaurants that are um, together with did it with Bite um, um, restaurants which are delivering. And and I I have got a coronavirus information that we um, pass on to all of our guests, which. Um, Sorry, my husband's uh, computer is pinging behind me and I don't know how to stop it. Um, That's all right. Don't worry uh, about that. That's one of the perils you see of working from home is that, you know, everybody's in the same place trying to use the same Wi-Fi. All the emails are pinging up. Um, (laughs) We're giving them information about all the brilliant local businesses that deliver so that they can be organised ahead of time. So that because, you know, as, as we know, there really are. Um, brilliant businesses that deliver and it will be it'll be uh, you what you really hope is that these uh new places that even locals have started shopping in that that relationship continues um beyond this point because you know there there are so many superb um local food businesses in in edinburgh Absolutely. So come to Edinburgh, come stay in a flat here, live like a local and shop like a local too to get all our businesses uh, exactly. back into. And, uh, and experience Edinburgh quieter in a way that you probably will never, ever be able to do again. <laughs> I know, I know. Unless, of course, they, they perhaps uh, make, the, uh, make the festival every second year or something like that, to, uh, you know, which might appeal to 
uh, all of us in some way might give us all a bit of a, a break. It, I have no it, idea. It's really. interesting, isn't it? Fergus um, Linehan. Um, yeah, he's the director that, of the International Festival. Yeah, the director of the International Festival said that the it, it this this growth for growth's sake is is now stopped, and it'll be very interesting to see what their plans for next year are. It'll be interesting. I I um. I bumped into uh, Terry uh, Leventhal that runs the Coburn Association the other day, and he talked about um, the Edinburgh's Christmas and and the Fringe to a certain extent becoming this sort of cruise liner um, type of uh, um, what do I call it um, event where it stays within its own. Uh, the cruise liners that that everything happens within the within the within yes. yeah yeah within an area or it, it, either geographical exactly. so, or whatever so the yeah. so the benefits you know edinburgh's christmas it, it there isn't really a benefit to the city potentially because people come and they spend their money in it and i think the fringe you know it's it's interesting back in the old days of of assembly being over on um on george street so many, well, it was spread out better across the city, but also, um, you know, you remember all those queues, all those restaurants and everybody, businesses nearby seem to benefit more than yeah. I think they are now. So um, the yeah. future of the festival, I mean, I, you know, I, have, I haven't read anything about it. I've got absolutely no idea if Edinburgh's Christmas will happen this year. Have you read it? Have you read I don't know yet. And I guess nobody knows. Uh, for our latest newspaper, um, I spoke to all the uh, goodies and baddies from the pantomime, um, Alan, Andy and uh, Jordan and Grant. And uh, even they don't know whether they're yes. coming back to do the, the pantomime for us this Christmas. Yes. So so that's so that's where we're at. We don't really quite know what the future is, but we're very hopeful about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, there is a point, you know, there, there is a point where life will... Um, will go back to what the normal will be but though you know there will be a point when it does um yeah we just don't know when that will be sadly exactly. that is the thing yeah well louise thank you so much for taking time to speak to us this morning that's louise from dickens and actually i should give people a little bit of your uh, url dickens home from homes from home it's dickens d-i-c-k-i-n-s dot co dot uk and even if you are a local you can have a look there and get some information about restaurants etc louise thank you very much indeed it's been an absolute pleasure thank you phyllis thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk